how do you hold a camera properly? This is very important. Hi and welcome to episode 93 of the Photography Explained podcast. I'm your host Rick and in each episode I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes-ish without the irrelevant details. What I tell you is based on my lifetime of photographic experience and not Google. Before I go on, if you have a question you would like me to answer, just go to photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start. Okay then, here is the answery bit. To hold the camera properly, you should hold the body and lens with your left hand, hold the grip in your right hand, stand straight, legs slightly bent to the knees, feet apart in line with the shoulders and slightly pointed out, tuck your arms in tight, relax and breathe in and slowly out before gently pressing the shutter release. This is how you hold the camera properly. Let's have a look at these quickly. Firstly, hold the body and lens with your left hand. Now I cradle the camera body and lens in my left hand, holding them gently but firmly and taking the weight in this hand. Taking the weight of the body and lens in this hand frees the right hand up for taking the photo. And if you have a long lens, you can put your left hand under the lens instead to make sure that it is properly balanced. Move your hand until it's centred under the weight. Does that make sense? I mean, move your hand along the lens until the camera is balanced. You know what I mean, the centre of balance between the camera and the lens weight combined. Blimey, that was a tough one to explain. But make sure you're not affecting the focusing though. Quick word on zooming. If you want to change the focal length by zooming in or out, you should be able to do this with your left hand while holding the camera and body. But do this and get the focal length before you want. (laughs) But do this and get the focal length you want before taking the photo. Right, that's better, isn't it? Hold the grip in your right hand. Now, most camera bodies have some sort of grip for the right hand, and this is where you should find the shutter release button. With a well-made camera, how you hold the camera in your hands should be a natural, instinctive thing. Wrap your fingers around the grip, leaving your first finger, not sure what it's called, but you know what I mean, to take the photo. Sorry, scratch that. A quick Google search confirms that it is the first finger. I should have known that, shouldn't I? Well, it turns out I did, and I know what I said about Google, but the search was limb-related and not photography-related, so I'm fine with that. So your right hand is used to steady the camera and take the photo. You can do this as the weight is being taken by your left hand. Hopefully this is all making perfect sense. Stand straight. Yep, stand up nice and straight. You'll be more stable if you do this. Legs slightly bent to the knees. Don't have your legs ramrod straight. Give yourself a little bit of flex by slightly bending your knees. Feet apart in line with the shoulders and slightly pointed out. This gives you a bit more stability spreading the load. Think of it like suspension on a car. It's just making things a bit less rigid and bouncy, which which all helps. Tuck your arms in tight. I tuck my arms into my sides just before I take a photo. Just wedge them in there and it just tightens everything up. Having said that, relax. Just relax. You're taking a photo after all and not trying to hit a target with a gun. Relax and you're more stable. And breathe in and slowly out before gently pressing the shutter release. Yep, breathe in and out slowly. Nice and gentle and relax and gently press the shutter release button to take a photo. I do this on a very slow out breath and I do this by rolling my finger over the shutter release button. I mean, there's no point doing all this stuff, is there, and then stabbing the shutter release button. That doesn't make sense, does it? Do I really need to do all this? As in you, my dear listener. Well, if you want to get the sharpest photos that you can get shooting handheld, then yes, you do. But don't worry, with a little bit of practice, this will become second nature to you. Getting the right camera for you. Now, to find the camera that fits comfortably, you really have to physically hold it, which means going to an actual camera shop. I know, an actual shop and not an online emporium. Now, this is a good thing, as there are lots of wonderful people working in camera shops who provide lots of great advice. And if we do not go to these shops, they will close and all those good folk will lose their jobs and we will not have camera shops to go to. So, support your local camera shop 
if you can, of course. What if I'm left-handed? Thankfully, I'm not. This is a great question, which just came to me, which I honestly don't know the answer to. I'm going to have to look into this one, and I'll cover it on a future episode, probably called Left-Handed Cameras or something. What camera settings should I use? Well, I'll cover that one in the next episode, which makes sense. I'll try to have some logic to the progression of the episodes. Does the size of the camera matter? Yes and no. I get fed up saying it depends, to be honest with you, so we'll go with yes and no this time. What you need to do is get the camera that works for you. If you don't like the feel of the camera that you buy, you will not enjoy it as much as you would with one that you do like. Trust me on that. There's a very personal thing about holding a camera and being comfortable with it. But this depends very much on you, the size of your hands, what weight you're comfortable carrying, how long you're planning on being out taking photos, if you want a big camera, if you want a small camera, all those things. Entirely down to you. One bit of good news here, though, is that cameras these days are smaller and lighter than they used to be. Right, well, what about phones? Yeah, this is a bit of a problem to me. While my iPhone XS is a miracle of technology, I hate the ergonomics of it. There aren't any, basically. I have to put it in a case or I drop it. I can't use it even in the house without a case because it's just so rounded and smooth. It's ridiculous. So I have a slim case with material I can actually grip rather than the useless, ridiculous, polished, round body of the phone. This really is a major design flaw to me. So basically, I hold my phone with both hands to take a photo and I find taking a photo, in general terms, an uncomfortable experience. It's not great, but what do I do? Well, I use a Canon 6D, which is, in my humble opinion, one of the best handling cameras. I've used Canon cameras for years, and they really have got the ergonomics down. I also have an Olympus EM5. This camera is smaller and a little bit lighter than my Canon 6D, but I have to be honest, I find it less comfortable to use to take photos handheld with. It might just be that I've been using the Canon 6D for donkey's years and used it lots. Okay, accessories. Now, you can get all sorts of grips and other things to help, but the Canon 6D is so well made, I do not need anything else. I used to have a battery grip for my Canon 5D which gave me a better hold when shooting in portrait orientation but for the photography that I do handheld shooting is not really a problem. Again if you're after a grip the best thing to do is try them in a camera shop and see how it feels. Now the best accessory for getting sharp photos is a tripod but I think more on that one in episode 95. Okay the talky bit. Why am I talking about this? Well this is a fundamental thing in photography holding a camera correctly. This is important as you want to take the sharpest photos that you can. If you take a photo that is blurry there is pretty much nothing that you can do about it. You'll not get away with taking a blurry photo, trust me. People know what a blurry photo looks like. And whilst I take most of my photos with a tripod, or with my camera on a tripod, I don't take them with a tripod, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? There are times when I can't physically do this, so this is important knowledge for all of us, including me. When I was writing this, I had to get my camera out to remind myself exactly how I handhold my camera, as this has for so long been second nature to me. Something that I really do not think about is just muscle memory. So practice this until you're comfortable, and it is instinctive for you too. You won't think about it, it'll just help you take better photos. And in saying all of this, I am assuming that you are looking through the viewfinder of the camera and not the LCD screen. This is the old school way of taking photos, which we used to do back in the days long before LCD screens appeared on cameras. Before we'd ever heard of LCD screens, would you believe? If you're taking a photo looking at the LCD screen, then this changes things, but the principle above will still apply. You just need to find a way of holding the camera steady. For handheld photography, I always use the viewfinder unless I need to hold the camera way above my head to get the shot that I want. But I'll tell you how to overcome these things on the camera settings bit. Okay, one line summary. Practice holding your camera and this will help you get the sharpest photos that you can handheld. Related episodes. Well, the next episode will be all about the camera settings for handheld photography. Apart from that, there aren't any related episodes, so I'll move on. Next episode, Photography Explained Podcast, episode 94. How to take photos handheld. Camera settings that work for sharp photos. Like I say, the logical next episode.
no shout out because no one's asked for one so i'll move on and then i'm done thank you for listening to my small but perfectly formed podcast to find out more about my podcast and do stuff to help me check out photographyexplainedpodcast.com forward slash start well this episode was brought to you by caffeine courtesy of alterik coffee my coffee of choice no i'm not being paid to say that I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again very much for listening to me and for giving me less than 11 minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, straight talking advice for beginners to get you making money quickly and build a career is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmcavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.